what excites me is building something up and like trying it out, like trying building a business. He's not <laughs> earning much right now. It's just he's building and hoping that these things will earn money. It has to succeed. It has to be us. I want my car to smell like fairy floss and have sand in the petrol tank. Thank you. Bye. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to The Real Life with Larry and Morgan. And today's topic is... Is working for yourself versus working for an... an employer. Em- employer. Yes. He struggles with employee versus employer. Yes. But there is a difference. Not <laughs> yes. in our world, though. Anyway, we wanted to give you an update on Jojo, our little foster dog that we had last time. And do you want to share the news? Yeah, Jojo got adopted. Yay! So now we're foster free again. Our home is open for some new foster dogs whenever they come. Yeah. Did we have anything else to say about Jojo? I miss him. I was super sad. No. I actually dreamed about him last night and I I wanted him back again. (laughs) I was so sad. I was like, no, I need Jojo back. But (laughs) Jojo was very happy to go. But he just used to lie there in my arms and stare up at my face. It was yeah. creepy got, and cute at the same really, time. Really attached to him, and I got kind of jealous. I feel like you're jealous of whatever pet I have. Yeah. Like when I had you, a cat, you're you always jealous. Because you treat them jealous. so nice. Don't I treat you so nice? Yeah. But I, I like a bit of a head scratch too. He doesn't like sharing the attention. That's no. the problem. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anyway, about work. In, in case. Anyone who's listening doesn't know, um, we're currently working from home for ourselves. So we wanted to go over a bit of the benefits or what our views are on the differences, I guess, or what? Yeah, so how long have you been working for yourself? Probably the same for both of us, maybe two years? No, more. I've been doing it for a while, yeah. How long? Probably four years. Okay. Morgan, four years, me, maybe two years. But Morgan's more his own business, whereas I'm more like freelance working. So there's a difference. You know, I'm not yeah. running a business as uh, like you are. Yeah, I've been trying lots of different little things and here and there earning money with website development mostly. But now I'm doing software, which um, is a whole different ball game. And instead of having clients, I now have customers. And that leads to some funny and engagements let's start with the world of normal working for an employer how many jobs have you had i worked at kfc first yeah IGA. tell us about that how did kfc end no, i quit i hated it <laughs> i hated it so much so kfc i worked at iga which is a shopping center or not a supermarket mm-hmm. and then i worked um doing landscaping for two years probably Mm-hmm. And then I went to study, and then after I studied, I got a job at a web agency where I made websites for customers or clients. Mm-hmm. And then I started trying to find my own clients for a while there, and then I transitioned into software development where people buy the software on a yearly license. Can I just say, Morgan's hate for KFC wasn't anything to do with KFC. It was more to do with his hate for dealing with people. Yeah. And having to smile and say the same thing over and over again. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not much of a people person. <laughs> see, see me, like, this is high goals here, but I've always had, like, a, a desire to work in, like, customer service. You know, sometimes I'll go to Coles or Aldi and I'll walk out and I'll be like, so cool to work there because I just enjoy engaging with people 
that yeah, Morgan's very different. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I like what I'm doing now that we're only really communicating with people through email. There's no way that I'm going to take a phone call or do a video call, which has been requested. Yeah. But like put it on the email and I'll get back to them and it works. I need a bit of like personal engagement. So I've taken on a volunteer role where I actually see people one day a week. So now, you know, Morgan's history, What I've worked at a restaurant, I've done the junk mail deliveries, I worked at a farming, like, hardware store for a few years, and I've done a tutoring through my university, and what else have I done? Oh, and then I did um, transcription as well for an employee, employer. See, it's hard. <laughs> it um, and that was, like, in-house, so I couldn't do it from home. So those were my jobs. And now I do freelance transcription. Yeah. And what do you think? So you're leaning more towards working <clears throat> with people. I Yeah, I enjoy working with people, but I, pref- I still prefer being, because I'm with you at home. So yeah. if you weren't here, then I would probably want a job out with people. But because I have Morgan and he's plenty of, you know, he needs all the attention he can get. So <laughs> Yeah. That's why we can't have any other dogs for a while. Yeah. So... I, and also, the job that I'm doing now, it doesn't pay very much compared, you know, it pays about a third of what I was getting when I was doing transcription in-house for actual employers, but it's just so much better. I think I had a really bad, bad luck with that job. Yeah. There was, um, out of all the staff there, I was actually the only one who didn't get fired. Everyone else got fired and they had, that particular company had high turnaround. I think my um my customer service job in the farming industry was that was quite good because that was um over in Victoria and it was out in the middle of nowhere so people were a lot more relaxed and friendly which really helped because I had no idea about a lot of the stuff they were buying like they'd come in and they'd be like I want this sort of such and such inch poly pipe and I you know 18 year old me I didn't even know what poly pipe was so that was a very, you know, that was a learning curve. Yeah. You still get some bad customer support working for yourself. Yeah. Then the difference is you're the boss. Like, <clears throat> you can't refer them to the manager. Yeah. The big difference is that, like, I, I enjoyed landscaping a little bit, but it's something that got very draining mentally on me. Like, it, it's the same kind of thing in and out, and I always wanted to do more tech stuff. And what excites me is building something up and like trying it out, like trying building a business and making something that people actually enjoy using and will make them money as well. I find like the challenge of making something is the most rewarding part of it. And then getting the validation that someone agrees with it by putting obviously their money towards it, Mm. that that's something that's a bit more exciting and rewarding for me. I don't care to meet them. (laughs) Yeah, see, for me, I, I prefer to make personal connections. It's more, you know, like if I worked in a cafe, I would get joy out of seeing the same people coming in and like learning little things about them. And then they come in and I'm like, oh, hi, Fred, how's your granddaughter going? Like that kind of stuff. I enjoy those little interactions mm. where p- 
people feel special because you remember them. Just like the, the lady at Aldi today, remember? She, she remembered yeah. us because we were buying some wine and I went to get out my ID because she's asked us for ID every other time. And she was like, um, oh yeah, I guess I'll have a look, but I see it every week. And I'm like, oh, you remembered us that we come back every week. <laughs> I'm like, that makes us look bad. We don't buy wine every week. <laughs> no. But that was nice that she remembered yeah. us. So, yeah. Yeah. Compared to when I when I was working customer service and that kind of happened, I get I, I just feel more annoyed about it or like, oh here we go here's this guy again coming, <laughs> you, you know like yeah. where I just want to try to avoid like those what I would say meaningless conversations. See, when but, I was in customer service, if the customers talk to you, that's awesome because it means you don't have to go and do something else. Like if you're talking, you're keeping the customers happy. But you also don't have to be stocking the shelves. And your boss true. can't get mad because the customer's always right and you do everything for the customer. So as long as they're not like your friend that's just coming in for a chat yeah. and they're actually a customer, it's fine that you're talking to them. It's building a relationship between like the business and them at the same time as you and them. So that's good. Yeah. And you don't I have to be like cleaning the toilets or something. So the The big difference for me is I remember always checking the time when working for someone else <laughs> always being like oh there's one hour left or two hours left or yeah and you're like um, there's five minutes has passed since i looked last <laughs> you know compared to now like i get really into it i get stuck and i don't even know what time it is anymore no, he really doesn't when i was doing transcription as well even though i didn't like necessarily the company that i was working for i really liked the people that I was doing the jobs for. So there would be clients and I would take pride in doing a good job for the clients and not not actually to represent the company well, but to make the clients happy. So I wasn't really looking at the time because generally I had a lot of work and I was just racing to get it all done. Yeah, if you're too busy, you won't. I need it, yeah. I need a job where I'm busy. I don't like not being busy. Why don't you tell them about why you transitioned from client work to building your own plugins. Because when Morgan was working for himself to begin with, he was building websites for clients. So that's different to what he's doing now where he's building building plugins, which is a product, and selling the product to people. Yeah. Um, I keep kind of falling into the trap where I don't like repetitive work. And... I rather like grow something over a long time. So with clients, if you if I'm just selling a website to to guy A and guy B or whatever, those will be just be like the same process. You need to do a quote, you need an invoice, you need to figure out what they want, build it, sell it, and then find another client afterwards. Maybe you can put them on a retainer and you can earn a bit of money like ongoing, monthly, yearly or whatever it is. But it will always be the same kind of work. Oh, and people, they don't want to pay either. <laughs> and people don't want to pay. And the, <laughs> the worst thing is people are just really bad at organizing things. You have to chase you, up invoices. And they're like, this is what I want. Um, I want this uh, image here and I want it there and I want my branding there. And you're like, well, you still haven't sent me your logo. Mm. Like, I can't put it up. Like, that means that I'm wasting my time. You know, yeah. just communicating back and forth and people have ideas in their heads of what they want, but those might not translate into actual 
like, and you learned, realistic ideas. You learned the hard way that you needed to invoice people first and get their payment before doing the work. Yeah. He had a company yeah, that he did pretty much all the work for and then they just didn't pay. Yeah, then they just dropped off. Mm. And, like, you learn, um, yeah, invoice at least the whole thing up front. That's what I started doing now. Before, I didn't do it. I thought you just pay when, when it's delivered. But yeah, that can happen. And then I started doing a 50% upfront, which was working well. But then I don't want to be chasing payments. So now if Morgan does work with people or do any client work, it tends to be people that he's already had communication with. So there's already a trust there rather than just random people that are like, hey, can you build me a site? Yeah. When we lived over east, we used to go to meetups with people in the tech community and there'd be people who would go there looking for work to get done. And this guy, we'll just call him Sebastian. Sebastian was at the meetup and Sebastian got talking to Morgan like, oh, I have all these ideas. I need someone to make a site for me, blah, blah, blah. I think it was a course that he had. He had some kind of course that people would pay for. Yeah. So old Seb then, he's like, okay, give me your details, exchange details, sends an email with everything he wants and whatever. And then uh, Morgan's like, okay, and this would be my rate. And he's like, oh, I was hoping that it would be free. (laughs) Because it was just a hobby for him, Yeah, he said. But he was planning to make money of it. Like, how do you just have a hobby and expect someone else to, yeah, I'll just join on your hobby and waste all my time. Yeah. And that's the issue too, that... (laughs) Like when someone works in tech, people think, oh, they love tech. They'll just build me a free site because that will be fun for them. And they don't think about it. It's with, I guess it's with every job. But like mm. I try and point out to people, if your friend's an accountant, it doesn't mean they want to do your tax for free for fun. It's a job. Yeah. Like a mechanic doesn't want to fix people's cars for fun, for no money. <laughs> That's their job. Just because they're a mechanic doesn't mean that they'll want to come around and do your car. Yeah. While we were traveling and people would ask what we do and whatnot, at the beginning I was saying that that I make websites, mm. but I had to cut that off because that, then people start getting ideas. You can see their yeah. eyes glitter up there like, oh, well, my little idea here and or my cousin yeah. or my mother has this and they could need a website. Yeah. And he's like, nope. Yeah, just... he's, he's learned to say no. We, when we were in Da Nang, actually, we met a couple that was staying in the same apartment building as us. And you told them that you did websites and like both of their faces lit up. They're like, oh, we actually need a website. Blah, blah, blah. We're like, uh, we have to go. <laughs> yeah. So now I just say software development. Yeah. And then people are like, well, I don't have any software that he's doing. And I think your family <laughs> and friends have sort of stopped referring people now because you were getting some referrals. Mm. Yeah, I've, I've turned a lot of work down to focus more on this. Well, some, some people probably want it for free too. Probably. But then it's just... It's it just time. doesn't work. Time is money, unfortunately. Like, whatever work I put into one project, the other project suffers. Mm. So that that's why it's hard to do cheaper jobs or like, you know, a little bit of... Like, we're trying to build a business. If I spend all my time fluffing around other things, we might miss out on... And I think as a general rule with people that you're related to or your friends, friends or family, I think it's best to not do business with them. Like, it, it's worked out with you and your other friend working together in a business. You worked for mm. him. But generally with friends and family, I'd say if you want to keep the relationship good, don't do, like, business transactions. Don't do money things because if yeah. something goes wrong, one of you is going to end up sour about it. Yeah, probably. Yeah, you've turned down a lot of client work recently. Yeah, I have been. 
I've been offloading. You could actually earn a lot more money by taking it on. Oh, definitely. <laughs> he's not earning much right now. It's just he's building and hoping that these things will earn money. But Morgan gets excitement out of creating. Yeah. If if it all falls over, you'll probably have to look for some clients. Like, that's the fallback plan. Yeah, probably. Mm. But I'm not going to do that unless it goes very wrong. Yeah. But then I could probably just find like a casual position or something in the industry anyway. Yeah, well, you without, have learned Without a lot. having to go get a physical See, job See, the somewhere. thing is you're not a senior developer on paper like by university degree or whatever, but because you've learned so much by trial and error, you probably know a lot. The jobs that are, that are out there saying senior developer needs to know this, like PHP and JavaScript and all of this stuff, you know all of that. Yeah, most cases I could get a job pretty easy, I think. Depends. Depends on the employer. It depends. If the on employer needs the bit of paper, then no. Then yeah. But then if no. they need the experience and somebody who's good at thinking for himself, then yes. By the way, our email address is Morgan and Larry L A R I at gmail dot com. If anyone um you know wants to tell what? tell tell Morgan that they're interested in in him doing some work for them in the future. No, thank you. He might turn you down, but just in case. Yeah, send it. Send it through and then I can send you a nail. Yeah. We can waste both our time. Why don't you tell... No, but you might need it in the future. Don't be so rude to your customers. Okay. He's no. actually very nice to people. Yeah. But we... I'm lovely on email. We have some interesting customers. It's funny dealing with clients and then dealing with customers. I'm trying to think of some examples of some of the support. So I sell the software and that comes with a year of support. So mm -hmm. they're charged every year and... That means that they can send us emails and we'll look at it and get it fixed for them if it's not working the way that it should be or whatnot. But some of these people, they, um, I don't really know where they're from. They're from everywhere around the world, but there can be some really weird emails. It doesn't make any sense. The most recent one was someone who said they'd been double charged. Yeah, I, got, I, yeah, I woke up what was it, a couple of days ago and this email was saying that this guy wants to know what's going on, that he's been double charged on two dates. And I was looking it up, trying to figure it out. We use Stripe, which is um, like a credit card processor, and PayPal. So I was looking up all of the orders that happened on those two dates to try to figure out how he could have been double charged because I couldn't find it. Mm. Turns out... He has like, two accounts. He has two accounts. I asked him, I'm like, do you, ha do you have two accounts? Because that... Like, the name matched, but the email was a bit different. Mm. So I asked him if he had two, and he goes, Oh, yeah, two accounts, that explains it, thanks. <laughs> and, like, I just had to deal with that for ages, trying yeah. to, like, dig through all this stuff. That guy had... Yeah. He signed up, he's bought the same thing on two different accounts on different days, and yeah. why am I double-charged? So another guy... <laughs> and another guy. Another guy had bought one plugin, um, like, probably a month ago or something. Look, they're all the same to me, all these people. Yeah. Yeah, well, they might as well be. <laughs> they're ridiculous. <laughs> but he bought, it, he bought it a month ago or something. Normally, people would ask questions or be like, this is what I would like it to do. How can we work that out? And then I have my chance to respond and be like, yeah, I can do that or we can't do that. Like, I can refund you instead. But he just writes, this is not what he expects and he wants a refund. 
nothing to do with what he actually expects. It's hard because those people that really want a refund and they don't give you an explanation are also the kind of people that could put in a bad review. Yeah. Like instantly or just like snap. Mm. So I thought, okay, I'm just going to uh, refund this guy and be done with it. Yeah. That was all good. And then he came back yesterday. Bought and, it again. And he bought it again. He didn't want it, but now he bought it again. And then he says it doesn't work. I'm like, what doesn't work? There's no details. Like, there's nothing yeah. to lead me in into, like, for me to fix something, I have to know where the problem is or how to replicate the problem on my end. That's so I actually can... something that happens a bit where people write in and they're just like, it's not working. And, and Morgan's like, he, so many people he yeah. has to write back to and say, can you give me more details about the problem? Like, mm. if people would just write in their first email, this is not working. Here's a screenshot of my site. This is the setting that I think is not working. You know, it's like going to the doctor and saying, I'm sick, fix me and not giving any more details. Yeah. You need to say, like, <laughs> where does it hurt? You yeah. know, what's, what's going on? You can't just say it's not working. So, like... I'm just hammering this guy with like paragraphs on ways to troubleshoot different things that yeah. I think that it could be and how to get it set up. And then I get an email back saying like... It's working now. Yeah. First one was that it, none of it works. So I send another question about it and then he just write it's working now. And still, I don't know what wasn't working. Yeah. Like, I need to know. <laughs> we actually had one customer that... um it's the only time we've ever had like legal issues, I guess you would say, because we had one customer who bought a plugin and then he actually emailed us about it. So we had some communications with him. Oh yeah. I was helping him set it up on his site actually. Mm. Yep. And then for some reason he did a bank reverse payment on the, on the charge for the plugin. He called his bank and got it marked as, as fraud. Mm. Then we get an email from, from Stripe, the credit card processor to tell us that, hey, this this uh, amount of money is now marked as under review for being fraudulent. Well, see, the, the scariest thing for us too was this was very early on in our career. So the business had just started. We'd only been going for maybe a few months. And because this guy did the bank reverse charge, the bank refunds him immediately. And then, draws our money out, yeah. Yeah, so we, we lost the money. And also what people don't realize, I think, is that these payment processes like Stripe and PayPal, every transaction, they take a fee. So we lost the fee regardless. It's like $2 per transaction. Plus but, it's like $15, $15 for any reverse charges. Yeah. Chargebacks. Yeah. So so we did we lost money on it. The scariest thing about it wasn't just that one payment, but it was that Stripe then contacted us and said, because you've had this one person reverse the charge, we're going to be shutting down your account because it's seen as too high a percentage risk for Stripe. Yeah. It's some ridiculous thing that flags in their system that they explained to me was whenever your account was over 1% of chargebacks. So that means, what well, if you've had 10 sales mm. and one of them is a chargeback, you know, one bad customer, that's 10% already, you're over. Yeah. So basically um, our business was going to be shut down through Stripe. But yeah, but anyway, we ended up getting that sorted out. They stopped it from shutting down and we also won, won the money back because yeah. we had to provide evidence that this wasn't fraud 
and we've communicated with so we had to submit emails and everything to it yeah and because i think their claim was that i had also they, emailed... it was an unknown source that charged their card like... yeah i had also emailed the guy himself to the email address that he provided and he never replied so i'd sent copies of that along with it but yeah we ended up winning and that was good but stripe was still not going to back down we only um we only won that because we kept communicating with stripe and saying like this isn't right like we're only a new business this is our first fraudulent claim it's not easy when you're first starting out well while i was researching it i came across a lot of people that had the same issues or where some people out there they just can't be bothered asking for refunds so they just submit chargebacks through their banks yeah and the bank's like yeah we're on your side let's just Mm. charge this money back and let them deal with it we we have a 14 day refund like money back guarantee so when if people ask for refunds you're pretty quick refunding people yeah it's not it's not difficult to do but people for some reason well that guy anyway this is the only time it's happened it's always refunded the exact same day yeah just send an email yeah it's easy <laughs> i don't know why but instead would... we had to deal with this for like uh 15 days i think I think that I think the guy himself must have been dodgy because he never replied to our emails saying yeah. like what's going on. Well, he, he definitely replied when he wanted it to work on his site. Yeah. Yeah. No, <laughs> and I then think once it was working, nope. I think he just wanted to get the money. Hopefully that was just one dodgy customer. That's the only one we've had in like the the two years or two and a half years of running yeah. the plug in sales. Other people we've ref- we've done plenty of refunds, but we just refund it to them. Yeah, and then everyone's happy. Yeah, like, if it doesn't help fine. them or their business in any way, then of course they should be refunded. Yeah. As long as they say so. Yeah. yeah. They just have to ask. Yeah. Because sometimes people say it's not working and then you have to reply and be like, well, do you want me to try and fix it or do you want a refund? Like, what's the, what's the solution yeah. here? What do you want? Like, <laughs> is it not working because your business is run a different way or is it actually not working? Oh, and one of our products is for a specific platform. And some customers have emailed asking, does it work with other platforms? <laughs> and we're like, no, it is built specifically for that platform. It's, it's like you selling a roof rack for, for a Nissan, only for a Nissan. And then people come in and then they <laughs> shove the money at you and go, okay, let me put this on my Toyota. Yeah. And then you're like, well, now I have to refund you. Of course it doesn't work. Mm. Yeah, that that happens for some reason, some yeah. reason, and and one of our plugins specifically says it doesn't do certain things, and people buy it and they're like, why doesn't it do these things? And we're like, it's not built to do those things. It says on the description, yeah. it does not do those things, but people don't like to read descriptions. No, no, it's quite funny, isn't it? You can be as clear as you want. People are like, no, maybe it will do the things that it says it doesn't do. Yeah, and we get we get a lot of third party um, support as well, meaning that the people who buy our plugins are actually other agencies. Oh. So they're making the, they're making a site for their client, but they're purchasing our plugins to do that. And then they don't know what their client wants. So they're like, oh, maybe we need this. Maybe we don't. We don't know. We're just going to buy it and then get you to put it on our client's site. There's one thing that happened where a, a customer contacted us because our plugin wasn't working with another plugin. And so Morgan was like, oh, we'll just put us in touch with the developers then. We can work out a fix. So we worked it out that what the problem was 
we got in touch with the developers of that plugin through their live chat and they wrote to us like Morgan explained hey I'm another developer there's a conflict between our plugin and yours this is how to fix it and then they wrote back on their live chat because you're not a customer we can't communicate with you so can you communicate through the customer yeah can you get your cost your customer to sign in to their account and then submit your message so, to us. so we had to write back to the customer of ours to say, hey, the developer of that plugin won't communicate directly with us and work it out as developers, although we didn't say that. No. We're just like, hey, they've asked us to pass it through you. Mm. So all the email communication had to then go through the customer to them and then from them to the customer and back to us Ugh. because for some reason they wouldn't just work it out developer to developer. Like they've got they've got the message. they just pass it on to the development team. And the cu the poor customer had to keep passing it between. Like, <laughs> yeah. them, them being like, no, the problem's on your end because blah, blah, blah. And Morgan's like, actually, it's yours because blah, blah, blah. And then they're like, oh, actually, yeah, okay, we'll fix that. <laughs> and then the customer had to keep passing yeah. those. But it all turned out well because it all got fixed. Yeah. And the guy could use both plugins. <laughs> it's so funny when we get those emails on support where I read it and I don't know what the questions are. Do you know those ones? Yeah. It would just say a bunch of things and I'm like, to Larry, what does this guy want? Yeah. Like, what is it? Then we have to kind of try and work it out. Like, we just work it and... Because what I try to do is not reply with any useless emails. Like, mm. I always want to send an email that's helpful. So I will have all my guesses of what this guy could possibly want and be like, if this is the case, then this. If that is the case, then that. Otherwise, if I missed, completely missed the point, let me know. Mm. And like, please send more details. Yeah. And most of the cases, one of, one of my suggestions is what they're looking for so we can move on quicker because it's, it's just a waste of time if you have to keep bouncing back and forth. So me writing another paragraph is quicker than me waiting for a reply. We've had a guy also reach out oh, hey, how do I do this and I want to do this and how do I use it? All basic stuff that he wanted to know and how to use and it's all in our documentation. Then I get an email back asking for a job. <laughs> He's like, I don't know how to do anything, but I want to work for you. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, what? Hire me. But we have had some really lovely customers that Morgan has done custom work for because they've communicated a lot and they've pointed out some good things that could improve the plugins that Morgan should develop and he's done yeah. that and then they've said would you be interested in developing a custom plugin for me and you have done that for a few people yeah some people but it's generally people that you have built a relationship with and that you trust and they trust you yeah. because it it's good when it works both ways when you know that they know that Morgan's a good person and he knows that they're a good person they're easy going they're not going to be super demanding the biggest, yeah, the biggest key to it is communication. Mm. If someone can communicate well over email and you know what they're thinking and you know what the expectations are, then it's easy and you can mm. do it. And you get a pretty quick sense of whether they're realist, real, they are realistic or not. Yeah. And And those are the good kind of people. Yeah, I mean, Morgan still has maybe one or two clients that he's kept from the early days, yeah. but they're people that communicate very well with Morgan. I don't yeah. know if you've met them in person or not. One. Probably would have met them more if not for the shutdowns and everything. Yeah. The biggest thing is um, is people that can take recommendations or suggestions. 
people that know what they kind of want but not but are, are flexible to well, what see, they the need. thing is, right, if you're, so I'll, I'll give an analogy here or a metaphor or whatever the word for it is. So Morgan is a developer, right, or a software engineer or whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. So the people who want the websites and the custom work, they're asking Morgan to do it because they don't know how to do it themselves. Some people come along with this attitude of like, this is what I want and I don't care, you know, how, how it works. I just want this. Exactly and, how I picture it in yeah. my head. <laughs> and they and because it, that would be like me taking a car to a mechanic and saying, I want the engine to smell like fairy floss because I love the smell of fairy floss when I turn on my car. I don't care how the car works. I just want you to shove some fairy floss up in the engine. And the mechanic's like, yeah, but that will break your car. Mm-hmm. And you're like, well, I don't care. Just make it smell like fairy floss just put some sand in the the petrol tank while you're at it like and and the mechanic's like no that will break your car and they're like i don't care here's the money i want my car to smell like fairy floss and have sand in the petrol tank thank you bye and then they just do it yeah so <laughs> and then your car breaks that, down that's the issue morgan is the sort of person who doesn't want to make a crappy product for someone that will break their sight nobody does so he wants to work with people who will take that on like when they say hey i want sand in my engine morgan can say your engine would run a lot better by engine i mean petrol tank your petrol your car would run a lot better if there's petrol in the tank not sand and they're like oh that's a good idea fill it up with petrol you know that's that's what makes sense the key to that is not um dwelling on the specific thing that they want or don't want it is discussing the outcome of it yeah so you want to say if if it's someone with an online store and they want they want these great big things in their online store and they want this and this and this and you say okay do you want to do all this or do you want to spend your time making more money yeah like they'll then take a slightly different path like alterate those things it's basically like saying the mechanic saying to you do you want to drive your car or do you just want a car that sits there with sand in it yeah. And smells like fairy floss. Yeah. And some people, they're just so set on it. They're do you like, want a car that lasts 10 years mm. or do you want one that lasts one year? Yeah. Some people are just really set on it though. They're like, no, I want brown sight with brown text. And I don't care if no one can read my text. That's just <laughs> what I want. It's good when you get people that can tell you what they want, but also are open to discussing it. Because in the end of the day, Whoever you go to as an expert is the expert. So it's good if you can take some advice from them. You know, it's like the people that go to the doctors, but they already think they know what they're sick with because they've been to Dr. Google beforehand. Mm. But the doctor is the expert. So you need to take their advice. doesn't mean you have to do it, but you should listen to it at least. Take it on board. You know, if they don't agree with what you say, they can go to another developer, get a second opinion. There was a... um... There was a lady that reached out to support as well a while ago and she wanted to know about basically everything but not regarding our plugins. Like about the industry itself, like how do you do you go about making a site or making a store? Because she <laughs> wanted a second opinion because she had found a developer somewhere. Oh, yeah. And it was just so random. Like, am I, like, did they need anything else? It was else kind of us? like she was wanting, it was sort of like she was wanting Morgan to, like, undercut her developer or like make make it seem so she could go back to her developer and be like oh i've spoken to another developer and they said you're too expensive and they said you should be doing it this way yeah but like if you're doing that if you have doubt 
then just change. Don't yeah. like nitpick a person, I think. Yeah. But I gave her some advice and whatnot. Not any numbers. Not any numbers. But what some advice of what she should be looking at. And, you know, I try to be as helpful in emails as I can be. Because even if I'm not selling anything, at least, you know, if I can point someone in the right direction, that would still be a good impression for them. And then maybe yeah. they consider something in the future or... So basically, in the end, when it comes down to it, working for yourself, you put in a lot of hours for no money. Versus when you work for an employer, you tend to get paid for all the hours you put in. But working for yourself, you're representing yourself. And Morgan does spend a lot of time on email, a lot more time than you need to sometimes, I think. Mm. You know, some customers just need to be told to go and drive their car somewhere else. But <laughs> Morgan will but try there, and spend all day convincing there, them. There has convincing them mm. they don't need convincing well telling them oh. about why a car shouldn't have sand in it yeah, basically exactly. yeah yeah <laughs> but one one thing i know that you do is that sometimes you feel like i am using too much time on email and you go why are you spending so much time and i'm like writing one letter per minute um but that's because i'm thinking a lot about like the problem or what's going on and many times my first initial response I've, I've backspaced that because I've realized something else that needed to be thought of and has turned out yeah. like but a let good me solution. Just say, when it comes to written or typed communication, Morgan is quite slow. Let me just remind you of the other night where you were texting your developer friend and you were sitting there and you were like going for about half an hour and I was like, what are you doing? Are you still writing to him? And then you're like, I'm still on the same sentence. That's because we were watching a show. Yeah, and so so instead of yeah. you know either pausing the show we're, and we're watching writing... Kalgoorlie cops. Oh, that's right. It was on TV, <laughs> so you couldn't pause it. But in ad break, you could have just smashed out that sentence. You know, I just could've... sit there like, okay, and oh, what's going on? Yeah, in the but, show? but then I forgot what I was typing. Yeah, but that wasn't so important. Morgan has made some good friends through doing this, actually, like friends that he's never met, but people, you know, there's other developers that for some reason they've just randomly connected and they bounce ideas off each other from time to time and that's I think that's really cool yeah people in a similar boat yeah I, I, think, I hope you get some more connections like that I think you could do with some more <laughs> <laughs> nah yeah. send an email I'll get back to him he just needs the one <laughs> yeah <laughs> no. that's, that, that's already too much time it would be good. I mean, it's it in the end of the day, like in this world, connections get you a long way. But hard work gets you further. Not necessarily. Oh. You can work really hard, but if you don't have the connections, that's that's where it's hard to be found. Mm. Oh no, is that where we're at? Well, yeah. <laughs> you need to do some networking. Yeah. We need to make a Definitely. podcast. Yeah, and then we did do yeah, make a podcast. We did do networking. And then we just got people like the guy we talked about earlier that just want a free work. Yeah, Sebastian. Like, th there's so many things. Like, there is no one right way to go about it. And then the day, I think you have to have a solid product or whatever it is. And look, we work long hours. We work like 12 hours a day. We work weekends. We're trying to have a date day every week now just to get away from the computers. That's one big difference, I think. When you work for an employer, you go to work, you work is at work, you come home and you can just switch off and enjoy being at home. But when you work for yourself, your work is at home. So 
you always kind of feel like you should be working. Like there's so yeah. many things like Morgan enjoys playing computer games or whatever, but he'll be like, oh, I want to play this game, but then he'll open it and then he'll be like, but I should be working. So mm. that's the, the one thing that's hard. And me, you know, I want to do some creative things and I'll go and get out my creative stuff and then I'll be like, but I should be working. And so it's always like in the back of your mind, whatever you're doing, even gardening, and I'm out there and I'm like, but I should be working. Because your work is just there in the office in the house. Yeah. In terms of like building the business, it like it's always in the back of my mind. Like it's mm. because no one else was gonna do it. Like if if it has to succeed, it has to be us. You so, know, compared to a job, if you're there, you're working. You're like, all right, five o'clock is switch off time. Like I don't I don't care if the place burns down while I'm not here. It's not my problem. Yeah. Or customers are mad in the middle of the night whatever like someone will deal with them in the morning but like if i get an email or something at 10 o'clock at night like i know i have to deal with it now or tomorrow morning yeah we never get away from it you know like, even when we go for our beach walks probably the first half of our walk at least will be morgan thinking and talking about work it takes him like ages planning. to get out of work mode like yeah. even if we go for a family dinner everyone will be sitting around talking and Morgan will be still in work mode. He'll be thinking about work. And they'll be like, do you like the flavor of this food? And Morgan will be like, cold. You know, he has, <laughs> he has no idea. He'll be like, and another thing, I really think I should have done the code that way in the plugin. Yeah. And then your mom will be like, yeah, but did you hear about your cousin and what happened? And Morgan will be like, I had a customer today. And they're both just having two completely different conversations because Morgan's still in work. Yeah. And that's one thing that I have to kind of like I notice when you're in work mode and I see you in mm -hmm. work mode and so I know when you're not listening it's because I have to plan everything as well mm. like it's not just about other people they can go to work and then discuss what happened in that day like but my head just keeps going about what do I have to do tomorrow what do I have to do a month from now a year from now like where do we want to be and how do we get there like I'm trying to fill in every single little step Sometimes Morgan and I will actually have conversations where I'm having going along on my little thing being like, I think we should do this on the weekend. And Morgan's like, what, what do you think if I uh, did our logo like this? And I'm like, so Sunday date day, right? And Morgan's like, and, and how do I answer this customer? And we're just having our own two completely separate conversations, but like at the same time at each other. <laughs> and I think we're kind of listening, but we're just kind of having our own conversation <laughs> yeah kind of talking to ourselves yeah. really and yeah. i'm like done sunday plan and morgan's like cool i'll get this work done and then sunday comes and morgan has no idea what's happening but we're doing it yeah i'm trying to be a bit more talkative in the office so that's why <laughs> um, yesterday um, i've been talking to like a bit more out loud so you know what's going on <laughs> and what was it I, I don't it doesn't matter what it was it, it was so just something random that I said to myself about whatever I was working on and then Larry completely snapped over at her desk <laughs> and yelled what like are you I, talking to me are you talking to me I can't hear you I'm working I was like oh no I was talking to myself <laughs> you laugh so much yeah because really I was like are you talking to me or what <laughs> yeah or what <laughs> and all I said is like hmm I wonder if I should do this yeah because I don't say that you're talking out loud in the office so I know what you're doing because mm. I'm typing over there with yeah. my headphones on. I can't listen to two people yeah, talking. But I want to time. share. Yeah. <laughs> but you, I have to pause or like rewind every time you talk. Mm. So 
So I need to know if you're talking to me. I need to know if I need to be listening. <laughs> And then Morgan spent like the next 20 minutes just sitting there being like laughing and then being like, oh, what? <laughs> and, then, and then I just wouldn't stop laughing and you yeah. got into work and you were getting in the way to me because I was yeah. laughing so much. Yeah, because you thought it was hilarious how mad you got. <laughs> it was. <laughs> yeah, so he started talking to himself and I'll talk to, I started talking to myself after yeah. that. Yeah, so may, maybe we just cut that out. Maybe it's not working for us. <laughs> Morgan and I have this thing where we like to tease each other or like instead of like pointing out how ridiculous the thing is that the other person does, we just do it ourselves and it shows the other person how silly it is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, like when you keep telling me to do things, <laughs> when I'm when I'm clearly already doing something or if I got my hand full, oh, Oh, a nice washing basket in your hand that you're taking to the bedroom, which I just told you to get. Can you also do this and this and close the door and then also put this one dish away? <laughs> and then I just start, I tell her to do everything. <laughs> but the, the reason I ask Morgan to do things when he comes out is because if I'm in the kitchen doing something, Morgan will come out and he'll just walk between things and talk and he doesn't know what he's doing. He'll be like, so let me tell you about this client. He'll go pick up the tea towel, go and put it on the bench and then he'll be telling me about this customer and then he'll pick it up and like hang it back on the pantry door and he was just doing nothing. So I have to keep interrupting me and being like, okay, use the tea towel to dry the plates or like take the bin out, like do something. Don't just walk around doing nothing. You'll just yeah. be playing. You'll just be like picking things up and putting them down. Yeah. And, and then like, like that's called cleaning up. It's not. <laughs> it's up. not. It's not. That's relocating to another area in the house. Yeah. Like, look at your desk. That needs relocating. Not what really. A mess. Look at yours. What are you talking about? <laughs> Remember when I was um, cleaning up something and I just yeah. moved it to somewhere else? I'm like, yeah, yeah. that's done. Just, yeah, just <laughs> pile it on my <laughs> desk and then that's done. No, it wasn't so, on your desk. I'm sure it was. It was something we had to clean up, and I relocated it, and then Morgan spent the rest of the day relocating things because he was cleaning up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's our little... Um, <laughs> we have fun with that. So, all in all, you enjoy working with people. Depending. Yeah. Would you, like... Would I'm, you, I'm do an... you think you would enjoy more working with people for yourself? Maybe, if I knew what I was doing. Um, <laughs> yeah, I hope you'd know what you're doing. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, I think I would enjoy, you know, doing things like selling houses and stuff. But here's the thing. Morgan and I both did the personality test. And, you know, the I, J thing, the, the letters thing. And Morgan is like an INTJ and I'm an INFJ. So we're both very similar, but I'm feeling and Morgan is thinking. And so for me, I'm actually an introvert, but I can appear to be an extrovert because I'm quite talkative and quite like, you know, with people I know, I'm quite out there. But with new people, new situations, crowds, I'm not, I don't, you know, I get stage fright. I don't, I don't like to be the center of attention with people I don't know. I'm not comfortable in big crowds. What I enjoy about volunteering is it's the same people that I keep seeing. And, you know, you learn a little bit more about them each time. And I love, um learning the little things they like and trying to find get those things for them. You know, that, that kind of thing, that brings me joy. Like, they come and I'm like, oh, you're the, the one that has the all these kids, here's some things for your kids, like that kind of stuff. Mm. I try, I, you know, I go to a lot of effort to make things tailored to them. 
So I enjoy that. I wouldn't enjoy a job where I have to like take advantage of people or fool people. You know, I don't think I would be a good if if being a real estate agent, if the sole purpose of that was to make people happy, then yeah, I would be good at it. But if the sole purpose is to get the most money out of people, then I wouldn't because I would feel guilty about trying to get people to pay more than what I felt it was worth. You don't set the price. That's the thing. No, the sellers do, of course. Yeah. But, you know, trying to push people for more money mm. when when they make an offer and, you know, you know there'd be, there'd be times as a real estate agent where you know that the sellers would take that price. Yeah, of course. And, but you, you could, benefit. Yeah, you. but you could still push people for more. And I don't think I could do that. You know, I, I just, it's not the sort of person I am to try and rip people off or, you know, say a car salesman where you're trying to sell a car that you know is dodgy. I couldn't do anything like that. Yeah. Like I want to be, do good things for people. So if I would enjoy it if I knew what I was doing, if it was a good thing and it wasn't ripping people off, then yes. But that's the hard part of business because I think I'm a bit too empathetic and I would be wanting to, you know, go all out. Like I think myself running a business, I would just run myself to the ground because I would be trying so hard to make people happy that it would come at the kind of... You'd lose all the money. Well, I wouldn't lose the money, but it's just that I would just put so much of myself into it. Yeah. You know, that I would just burn out. Mm. Because I always want to make sure that people are really happy with it. And I like going the extra mile for people. So I think that's where I would find it hard. You have to draw the line and you have to tell people, you know, I'm, I'm a business, I need the money. See, sometimes that can be my problem. I think I over-communicate. I'll say to you, like, you need to explain to them this. And you'll be like, no, I just need to say no. Yeah. That's a, a big difference between Morgan and I. Morgan's very, like, he, he will communicate a message in as least words as he can, whereas I can get very wordy. Which can... So, I think that that can get confusing. It can. It definitely can. I agree. Like the more direct and less conflicting, the better. Yeah, so Morgan and I can learn from each other a bit. Yeah. I don't know what you can learn from me, but I can learn to Add more words. But there's no point adding Be more nicer. words. Be nicer. Be nice, well, some, yeah, sometimes well. asking more questions. Well, I am. If that came from you, to ask more questions, I think. Yeah. Have a yeah. bit of um, empathy sometimes. Yeah. Like, all right, stay safe in all our emails now. Yeah, that's Morgan's definition of empathy. <laughs> stay safe. Yeah. Done. Perfect. Yeah. There we go. That's probably well, a good place to end. Yeah. So, for everyone who's listening, wherever you are, stay safe. Yeah, and remember to hit us up on email at morganandlarry at gmail.com and it's morgan and A-N-D, Larry, L-A-R-I, at gmail.com and please send us an email guessing at the things that piss me off because once we get a few of those, then we'll do that podcast about what pisses Larry off and we might find out a few things that piss Morgan off too. Mm-hmm. Oh, he has plenty. I've been telling him he should start his own comedy show. But he only wants to do comedy for me, apparently. Yeah. I'm exclusive. But it would be hilarious. I'm going to try. Try what? Comedy show? Try to get you to do some comedy. Yeah, it's, it's so funny the things you come out with. Nah, cut. Okay. Hi, hi.